Welcome to the podcast today, everybody, where I have the real Titan Towers in my house, aka both consoles are sitting up in the building like manner. Welcome yeah, to everybody. Aren't rich. What? What? Hmm? You want to repeat that, Chief? Want to repeat yes, that? Yes, how are you? Nah, you ain't going to repeat that. You ain't that brave. Anywho. So, uh, we got some interesting, interesting things happening in the world of wrestling. One of the first thing, obviously, is that um, Selena Vega just got released. Are you saying Zelina or Selena? Zelina. I know it's Zelina. Zelina Vega got released. Does anybody know why? Because I didn't look into it. Probably because she, uh, the whole shit with WWE that's going on with the, their crackdown on the Twitch account, the third-party accounts like Twitch and what was the other drink called? The one that um, Alexa Bliss and them, that dude that like spent like $400 or some shit. What was that one? No, I forgot the name of it. Yeah, but that joint, and then uh, apparently Zelina had like a non-dude uh, only fan uh, page where she cosplayed like um, anime characters and some shit and whatever like that. Um, and yeah, they just cracked down on all that shit. And I guess she, you know, questioned or whatever because WWE was very adamant saying, "Well, if anybody questioned or doesn't like it or puts up a fight or whatever, they will be suspended or fined." And I guess she put up a fight or said some shit because she definitely, her last tweet before they sent the thing saying they released her, she said she supports uh, unionization. I mean, because you can't, um, because you can't fucking just bitch wrestlers like that if they get a union, you know? Like, it's so fucked up to me that, uh, if they really released her because she supports a union. Like, now my next question is, why does WWE need to control somebody's Twitch? Well, here's the thing, because I looked up a little bit more about that. They're not necessarily in the wrong. Like, it's, it's, you can go both ways with this type of argument. One, imagine you had a company, right? And you created these characters, these people, you own the rights like with the names and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, hey, um, you know, either due to COVID or even like people like Oscar that had her persona is actually literally her YouTube drink. It's just her. There's nothing Oscar related on that. It's Kana Kana Chan T V. Yeah. So she's fine with people like AJ Styles, or excuse, no, actually, let me not even do AJ Styles. Zelina Vega, actually, let me just go ahead and use her. People and me and Yim, people like Zelina Vega, th- that character, me and Yim, and them, that is WWE character. So that is a WWE name. So that is it's the difference again if you're doing it like Kana Chan TV, where you're not doing nothing. Related WWE, you're not using WWE name, you're not even promoting nothing WWE, it's just you doing your own shit. Um, cause they even did the whole joint with Up Up Down Down, cause that's literally the new day. 
and all the other wrestlers and stuff like that is, you know, Jimmy and Jay Uso was on there, so it's WWE stuff, and they're not having a piece of the pie. So, in another case, for example, with, um, what's her name, Paige, when she had the shit that she was doing or whatever like that, that same, um, joint that Alexa Bliss whatever was on, and had her Twitch stuff, it was Paige, and she was still character, all that other kind of stuff, and then when they first announced it, then she changed it to Soraya, to her actual name. It's like, well... I have a company, and then you're using my own products, their own likeness, or everything else to sit here and make money, to make extra money income for you. That kind of seems a little bit unfair, just in my opinion. Like, if you're doing it on your own, if you're doing it with your own name, your own shit, that's a different story. That's why Oscar still has her shit. But if we're sitting there using your own, a different platform, a third-party platform... And still using your main jobs, name or whatever like that, they have, yeah, they still are going to have to say so. Because that's not, they, you don't own that. You don't own that name. You don't own that, that whole stuff. It's the, just like the drink with Matt Hardy and the whole delete drink. That's why they had to go to court to get the shit. And he was kind of not not using it. I mean, the crowd was using it. He was doing, you know, the hand gesture. But wasn't using it just yet in WWE. And then as soon as he got the rights and shit like that to it, yeah. So I kind of get it. It is kind of fucked up how I guess they kind of went about it. Like, in my honest opinion, I would have just been like, hey guys, alright, so you guys want to have a little Twitch and OnlyFans, whatever, as long as it's not nude. Like in Selena Vegas case, which wasn't nude, I'd be like, um, you can't use your WWE name. You, you gotta you better use your real name, but you can't use your stage name. You gotta use something else. I mean, that makes sense. Because if not, and I, this is the choices I would have gave them. You still want to use your WWE name? Uh, we then gonna have to get a piece of the profit. Um, if uh, and if you don't want to have a piece of the piece of the profit, which you understand or whatever like that, then you gonna have to change your name. Which again, people gonna sit here and know and know who who the fuck Paige is. I didn't. First of all, I didn't even remember what Paige's fucking name was, but it was like Soraya or some shit. I, nobody gonna look that shit up. So. <laughs> but you have that's what the choice is made to you. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, now that you put it in that perspective, yeah, that makes complete sense. You can't just because um, be using WWE's brand name and then talking shit about WWE. So that's why what's his name? His name was uh, Miro instead of Rusev uh, on his YouTube, which makes sense. Yeah, that's why certain people's names or whatever. I think certain other people, though, um, they actually own their name, which is the smart thing to do. Like, uh, well, certain pe- some people own their name, some people don't. Um, in the case where, for example, Cody, I don't know if some of you guys who kind of listen to AEW or pay attention a little bit, to, a little bit uh, attention to it, they was not calling him Cody Rhodes because he did not own the last name Rhodes. WWE did, and he was going to court to try to sit here and get his name back, which, hallelujah, they actually dropped the whole thing, and now Cody Rhodes actually now has his name. So, now he is now now known again as Cody Rhodes. Oh. The American Nightmare. Instead of the American Dream. Yep. Well, no, I think they, they still was, they was just calling him the American Nightmare, uh, Cody, and then now... Yeah, Cody Reynolds. American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in certain cases, you know, it's a lot of people think that it's stupid. It's like, well, why would I want to sit here and own the name? It's just the name. It can go a long way. Yep. Okay. That makes complete sense now that you say that. Hold up a second. Dark Wave. Shit, I should spell. His mic is, um, like lighting up, but nothing's being said out of it. Uh oh. I wanted to see if he was trying to say something or his mic is messed up. Dark Wave. Okay. Dark Wave. Clap on. Clap on. Okay, whatever. Um, next thing. Um, um, one part of the Samoan Steakhouse causes another injury. Yay! Let's all clap for it. No, no, uh. nobody else. Nobody else clapping. No. Who did she injure? Mandy Rose. Yeah, which I don't, I don't know. Like I went back and looked at it, and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I, I, uh, <laughs> like it's 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 one of those things where it's like you kind of want to look at it and kind of be like, well, eh, Sandy, did you kind of maybe you could have like twisted or landed something different? But then it's kind of like no, because then. You just kind of got thrown wrong, and then just, uh, god damn it. So is it safe to say that, um, what's her name, fucking sucks? Yeah. Yeah, like, at this point, I, I'm just wondering why Nia Jax even still is employed with this fucking company. Like, I, I think Vince would have been like, by now, okay, you you need to stop wrestling. Because you keep entering my fucking superstars that I barely goddamn have. Like, at this point, it's just very agitating. Oh, hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh. Yeah, I heard you. Oh, Sam, I didn't even realize. But yeah, like I said, it's it just... Uh, it's just so stupid to me, the fact that... Um, she still has a job, and yet she's always injuring people. Well, she's always doing this. She's always doing that. And then, like, you know, she gets no repercussions. She probably gets talked to um, backstage, but then, like, the fuck? The fuck, man? Uh, at one point, she it is going to be bad um, if she don't get, like, like, after some point, the fans is going to boo her regardless. And at this point, it's going to be bad. It's, it's already bad. No, the, she still has a job with the company, so. Yeah. Okay. What the there you go. You good, I don't sir? Think yeah, dude. Is everything cut off? Was that the job disappeared again? Dude, we've been talking for like a good... We've been talking for a good... No, Discord basically... 
Discord disconnects me, and then, but it doesn't tell me it disconnects me, so it just sits there and says connected. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. But yeah, what was your opinion on any of the first two subjects, sir? Selena uh, Vega and freaking Nia Jax injuring Mandy Rose. Well, the Nia Jax thing, from what it from what it looked like, looked like a kind of Mandy Rose thing. It actually took the shot, I guess, the throw wrong. Mm. I can't really yeah, do too much on Nia this time. Mm. As far as Selena goes, I mean. You wanted Twitch, and not like WWE was using her in any real capacity anyway. So, I mean, I'm assuming she. I don't say she. You know, I'm not saying she wanted to get fired, but I mean, I don't know. This whole WWE Twitch thing is fucking stupid. It's like <laughs> these people are free contractors. They can have lives outside of wrestling. So what if they're making money? By playing fucking video games that has no... Now, granted, I understand them, you know, using their WWE names. That should be dropped because, obviously, you know, you're building off your WWE name. So, I can see maybe WWE, you know, being upset about them using their ring name. But if you're someone, you know, who either owns their name or... Uh using your real name, then WWE shouldn't give a shit. Like, and then she made OnlyFans, which, I guess, so, I don't know, man, it, it's all fucking stupid if you ask me. I just wish the best, I wish her the best in her future endeavors, or whatever she plans on doing. <laughs> which, actually, maybe, whatever. But, Ayo, I saw one comment on that shit which was super funny to me. He literally said, I wish AEW would go out of business already. And I was like, I even posted under that, and I was like, uh, because they're beating WWE something fierce? Or is it because you think she's going to go to AEW? In which, if she goes to AEW, don't you think that's a good thing that she still has a job? He just pretty much. He was just like, no, because they're always taking the talent. I was like, don't you think you should start blaming I WWE? I think people are completely fucking stupid when they say that. Like, do you realize how many people that's in WWE came from like TNA or NWA, but or all the other like New Japan and shit like that? And, like, A lot. These indie people and shit. Yeah, yeah. But people that go from WWE or whatever, they're like, oh, oh AEW is WWE graveyard, but not realizing that you know a lot of people came from NWA. NWO and stuff like that, and when it was WCW and NWA, like I said, New Japan and stuff, nobody's saying WWE is New Japan's dumping ground. It's America's dumping ground, but, yeah. I mean, every now wrestler has come from a indie promotion or some type of, like, fucking, you know, they came from somewhere. They didn't just fucking show oh. up in a fucking factory, you know? Except People for Randy just... Orton. Well, I mean, he doesn't count. I'm talking about today's I know, wrestlers. I was, I was, I know, I was just making fun of the drink with him and, um, if you don't know if you guys remember the feud with AJ Styles, you guys love your indie darling. Well, yeah, I mean, that was a good well, The thing is, everyone, <laughs> this is the problem with wrestling fans today. Uh, 
they all think like anyone who goes from WWE to AEW, you know, people will say, oh, they are uh, WWE Junior or something, or you know, whatever. And they fail to realize that every wrestler today, not including John Cena, Randy Orton, you cut off there, Chief. Hello. Oh, it's guys. Every wrestler from from oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You you cut off for a second. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like as I was saying, every wrestler from you know, for, I guess you could say around the time Daniel Bryan and CM Punk started, and all that shit, they basically have come from random promotions. Whether it's Ring of Honor, WWE. I mean, not WWE. Uh, Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan. Uh, MLW, CCW, wherever. So, people are just fucking stupid. And everyone has actually been in WWE at some point or another. Kenny Omega's been in WWE, kind of, sort of. As, as a nobody, but he was there. So, people yeah, just fucking. People are just fucking dumb. It's like, I don't know why people don't want AEW to succeed. It, it honestly doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's because people are used to... Um, I can't, trash? I can't explain it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just used to mediocrity. So they're just used to trash. So it's like, nope, something different. No, we don't, we don't like that. Well, that's the problem. Like, well, and that's the problem. It's like, okay, it's fine if you don't like AEW, but don't shit on those who fucking like AEW. Like, you know, there are things, I like both promotions. I think AEW is a very good alternative. I think it offers you that something different to a certain extent when it comes to WWE. Um, I feel like the only thing about AEW at times is that you kind of have to watch Dark to understand certain storylines. But that is, you know, that's something minor. I'm not going to critique them too much on that. People are just, I don't know, man. People are just fucking shills. They they, they accept things like Rollins and Mysterio for almost nine months. They accept garbage television. They accept uh, Roman before he became the tribal chief's. You know, they accept all that shit. And it's it was all garbage. Roman was the greatest wrestler of all time, and I would look at you like, was he, though? No, he's not even close. Like, is he doing great? And people say, oh, you must be a Roman, Mark. No, I was like, no, I'm not. If a wrestler is doing good work, I'll say he's doing good work. You know, Roman Reigns is doing the best work of his career. He's probably the best thing on WWE television. That does not mean I am a Roman mark. That means I am telling the truth. Roman is probably the best heel right now in the WWE. On all brand. Including NXT. Oh, really? Unless you consider... <laughs> you know, the best heel or whomever. I think Roman is the best heel across all the three brands. Because NXT doesn't really have a... I mean, Pat McAfee, but I mean, no. So, I think Roman's the best heel on across the brands. Not Randy Orton. 
It was Randy Orton until they booked him like garbage. Oh, yeah. But Roman, you know, Seth, I mean, if Seth was out of this people, well, he's apparently out of it now, going into a few with Buddy Murphy, but whomever, if Seth was out of this Mysterio Murphy garbage, maybe it'd be Seth. Because Seth, no matter what you think about his social media behavior, is doing probably his best work since 2018 when he was a baby face. So, I mean... You know, it, it could go to Rollins, but I, you know, because Rollins is absolutely nothing, and he's about to leave anyway. Oh. Um, I gotta give him the ring. I'm, I'm so sorry. Hold on, just real fast. Why somebody tweeted, "Alistair Black better get used to going through tables for the next eight weeks." <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. Has he been on TV since he was He was on TV what once? Oh no, actually. No, I think he was on TV one time on SmackDown when he got drafted, and then he may have had one match, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. He's been beefing with um, Kevin. Kevin Owens for some reason. He hasn't been on. He hasn't been on. TV in weeks. By probably uh, you know proxy of his wife, but I, mean, I don't know, man. WWE is a. They're too much about the business, about their bottom line, and not about entertaining the fans. They think we fans want to see rinse and fucking repeat week after week after week after week with no story behind it. You know, it, it, it's one thing to see certain things common if there's a story behind it. But half the shit WWE doesn't have a story behind it. Otis versus Dolph. Wow. Why is this a match? What do I care? Why would I care? Uh, Alistair Black has a been on TV. Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. Oh, joy. Again? <laughs> the final chapter. Oh, joy. Because Rollins is about to go save Bomb Voyage. Probably after some after Survivor Series. Or some somewhere around there. So, I mean. Who gives a shit? None of this shit matters. The only thing that matters is the Roman J. Uso thing. Because why? Roman Reigns, I mean, Drew McIntyre was on SmackDown tonight confronting the the tribal chief. Why? I don't know. He's not the champion. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't. Wait, I don't know. Why did he confront the tribal chief? Uh, you know, he has a match on Raw with Orton. And I'm guessing that's they're teasing the fact that Drew could possibly win the match, which he probably won't. And if you can recall, and, um, Roman beat this man already. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That, that's true. It's funny that you say that because I like how Triple said, "Oh, Roman Reigns and McIntyre could be the the Rock and Austin," but it's like, um, they've already feuded. Yeah, it was terrible. Drew was heel at the time, and Roman beat him. Why do I care now about Roman versus Drew? Nobody should really give a fuck about that, actually. Because the thing is, because the thing is, this is the problem with Roman versus Drew. No one can lose. Ooh. You can't have Drew McIntyre lose because you gotta keep him looking strong, or you want to keep him looking strong. You can't have Drew McIntyre lose. It, it, it would have been Drew. Come like and uh, Roman. Would, I mean, it, he can't lose. It would have been Drew. That man so fucking SummerSlam next week, probably. And by mean, what I mean lose, I mean actually being pinned. I'm not talking about maybe 
that tag match with Jake is. I mean, actually getting paid. Oh, okay. No time soon. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Tell me I was drinking so oh, long. Okay. Oh, okay. It was okay. I'm so sorry. I was like, what happened? So, no, that makes so, sense. Roman is Roman is untouchable. He, 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 he his shoulder should not hit the three count. He should not be pinned until fucking SummerSlam next year or whatever. Tag team match with Jay get you know get pinned. That's one thing. I'm not gonna count that because Roman was not pinned. But Roman being pinned is not gonna. And it shouldn't. So, I don't know why. Randy, technically speaking, Randy shouldn't be losing. He's lost how many times? Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre, like four fucking times. He's gonna have him lose against Roman again? He's gonna have Roman Orton lose again? What the? What? What would it matter with his WWE title rank? It would mean nothing. He's only holding it warm for Mr. Adam Copeland, probably. Unless they take the title off on Monday Night Raw, which would be completely fucking stupid at this point. And then, I'm not even too excited that they'll put it back on fucking Edge, because it's like, okay, cool, we love Edge, but at the same time, my dude, you was in, like, two matches. One of them was a wrestling match, one of them was not, and then you already got hurt again after being gone for how long? Like, <laughs> I, I, they need to stop with these damn part-timer stuff, and that includes fucking Edge. I'm not going to sit here and say... Oh, no, no, he didn't give Edge the belt. No, because I just got finished. We was bitching about Goldberg, and we was bitching about uh, them having the damn belt on Brock Lesnar. They need to stop putting the belt on part-timers. That includes Edge. I I 100% agree. The only thing about, the only reason why I'm, like, I guess, I don't want to say accepting, but understanding of why they want to do Orton and Edge at Mania, possibly. For the WWE title because WWE wants to make WrestleMania their biggest show this year. They want to make it the creme à la creme. They want to make it fucking the, the the fucking cream of the crop. So on paper, if you have Orton Edge WWE title, that's a marquee match. Now, granted, we know that Edge is a part timer. And he should not be for the WWE title. But if you look at it from, I guess you could say, box office. And this is no fault of that. This is WWE's fault. But if you look at it from box office, Edge and Orton is the bigger match there. Just like WWE would love, love to have The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. No, The Rock would not win at WrestleMania. He would lose to Roman, passing the torch to the Tribal Chief. But... That's, 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 you know, that's smart, that's big time, that's fucking marquee, you know, uh, anything else on that card is basically worthless, so expect another trash WrestleMania, <laughs> except for maybe two matches, we gotta now you might have a survivor series, mm-hmm. that's a survivor series is gonna be trash, bro, I mean, survivor series, I, I, I could care less. I don't care about Raw versus SmackDown. There, there's been no turmoil. What turmoil has it been? We've seen Raw versus SmackDown all year. Brand to brand invitational. Random superstars doing this and that. Tonight we just saw. Well, tonight I guess I can maybe maybe give it a pass. But we just seeing Drew McIntyre versus Jay Uso. The one night a year that Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, we saw Sasha Banks. Though she was the Raw, she was the, the tag team champion. 
NXT's the SmackDown Superstar battling Kyrie Sane and Oscar on Monday Night Raw. Wow. Oh yeah, you're SmackDown right. Superstar. Granted, she was tag champion, but she was facing them in single matches, and a SmackDown Superstar won the Raw title. Come on, man. They they need to get rid of a lot of these fucking um pay per views. Survivor Series can stay, but it needs to not be. Listen, Survivor Series can stay, but the thing with Survivor Series, it need if you're going to do brand to brand, it's a way. Listen, it's actually a good concept because that gives you don't have to be super creative. Really, you can just plant seeds throughout the year and then call them as Survivor Series. It's not that great, but. If you want to do brand to brand, Tomoyo, A, make me care. B, don't keep having me see, you know, SmackDown people come over to Raw and Raw go over to SmackDown for these brand to brand invitations. Don't do that. You know, I think that they, that's need the piece of them, they need to give them, like, like, what is the incentive for some shit? Like, what is the, okay, we get bragging rights that we want. Who gives a shit? Like, could you imagine you in the damn football, the football, and then you go to the Super Bowl and shit like that, and then it's your team versus Dallas Cowboys and some shit, and then you beat them, and it's like, all right, cool, yay, pat on the back, yay, you guys won this year, we got bragging rights. The fuck? We don't get no trophy, we ain't get no damn ring. Like, can we get like something, something? What is the damn incentive? It needs to like. The whole shit what they did like with the King of the Ring or whatever like that, which I swear to goodness they can, they can honestly fucking do another one because I'm getting so fucking sick of Baron Corbin. I literally honestly think they only do these gimmicky ass shit just to continue because Baron Corbin has shit else to do. Like yeah. uh, like I swear to goodness because like the, it's just so fucking dark. It's so fucking dry. I hate him with everything. But it's yeah because King so Corbin is getting literally fun. stale. And I'm getting sick it's of heels within these survivors. Like the it's been like the second week. Uh, second week it was fucking stale for me. But like certain stuff, certain things, like it just does not make sense. And what I was saying as far as like with the pay per views, there's a shit ton of them that I would fucking get rid of. I'll get rid of Hell in the Sale is dead. Hell in the Sale, that needs to go. They killed that. I, that, I don't want to see another fucking Twizzler, Twizzler Cage. Twi- I don't want to. That shit needs to go away for a good number of years. They can get rid of Hell in a Cell. Table, TLC, they can fucking get rid of. They can fucking get rid of, honestly, the Money in the Bank shit. That's been a <clears> fucking <throat> joke. They can get rid of that shit. Yeah, that can go back to WrestleMania. <laughs> they can get rid of that shit. They can get, like, at this point, like, they're like, okay, well, Survivor Series. I'm like, alright, cool, but y'all not doing shit with it. Like, you should have, again, this is what I was saying last podcast, you should have long-term goals. You need to see into the future. Don't just sit here and do shit. Yeah, it's okay every once in a while to do do something, for like a pop or whatever, or because it's hot. Like the whole shit with Becky Lynch or whatever, she was, well, she was fucking white hot, and it was like, alright, we kind of didn't have plans for Becky, but shit, everybody's asking for Becky. Alright, here you go, his title and shit. Yeah. That was, in cases like that, that was fucking fine. And that's how we also got with the, the yes movement with Danny Bryant. Like they had no, they didn't want to do that shit. We asked for that. Then, then they, we put them in the corner. And they was like, all right, fuck. But 
uh, uh, hold on, hold on. on a side note they've never reached that level of loudness ever since that shit ever again yeah no. that was the loudest uh, wrestlemania they had in history um but yeah in cases like that like it's good, okay to do what's hot and what we're sitting there asking for but they i just don't understand because like i I, I would do such a, such a completely like I don't understand how like you, you got sixty fucking people sixty goddamn writers you have oh, excuse me so sorry I had burp um and I know it's not technically their fault it's two people's faults it's Bruce Pritchard and it's fucking Vince McMahon's fault um but you don't have it that's what that, that's how you gave Otis the fucking briefcase it was like all right we gave him the briefcase now what 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 was your plan. What was your plan to give him the briefcase? You could have had people told you several outs of what you could have fucking did. Oh, well, you could have had the first ever uh, tag team drag cash in on this shit for a tag team championship. I don't know. You could have did that. They honestly could have fucking did that. What they do? Nope. They had this man. Oh, well, he's fat. So let's just uh, have him put like some sandwiches and shit in it. And shit, he still has his briefcase. How the fuck are we gonna get it away from him? All right, let's just put it back on the Miz. The Miz, you're not doing nothing. Here you go. <sighs> and I swear to goodness, because the Intercontinental Champ, I swear to goodness, if we see the Miz with the fucking Intercontinental Championship again, ah, yeah. Yeah, that is getting pretty agitating. God, he has worse fucking like his offense, like his wrestling capabilities. It's just garbage. Ooh. Like the mess. Like he is just like the male. He's like the male Eva Marie. Like Jesus Christ. Oh, I, I wouldn't go that far. No, that's a little too nah, far. No, nah, wait, what no, the fuck? Ter- well, oh, oh, yeah, he does a kick. Oh, he does pause, the kick pause, correctly. I guess. Pause. pause. The yes, fuck said that? Oh, okay. Okay. Hello, Mister uh, uh, Gucci Ido. Oh no, my bad. Hello, Hello. Mr. Gucci handbag. What the fuck? Why don't you announce yourself, fool? Well, she was going into her spiel. I didn't want to, you know, interrupt. It was, it was pretty good. Interrupt her. But yeah, go and finish what she was saying, Mrs. Uh, Spirit. He, he, he's the black chin of mine. He's the female Eva Marie. I wouldn't go that far. I, I'm going to have to. You this. can't change my mind. You cannot change. You can't. There were he worse. does like what? He does. Two moves correctly, and one of them is not even fucking his. But Miz has arguably the best, some of the best mic skills, not only in WWE but in all of wrestling. I'm not talking about. I ain't talking about mic skills. I'm not talking about mic skills, and no, he has not. He's actually gotten worse. I'm talking about wrestling capability. You can be as good as you want on the goddamn mic, but if you garbage in the ring, that it goes with your job. You were supposed to be mic skills. Your overall character, what you bring to the table, and what you do in the goddamn ring. Because if you got mic skills and you can't wrestle, then congratulations, you're Enzo Amore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would say Enzo wrestle. was the male Eva Marie. I think mm-hmm. this can wrestle to a certain extent. He has to probably, he has to have someone kind of carry him, but it does take to the table. Never yeah. forget his. 2018 match with Seth Rollins was fucking the best, the best match on that show. And well, you know, discuss the rest of that. Yeah. That and he did have a good match with Dolph Ziggler. A couple of good matches with Dolph Ziggler. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the man is who can last you the day in your mind. I mean, the, the man is no way to do it. Look at who he's in the ring with. That's not fair. Daniel well, Bryan can wrestle a fucking broom and they make the damn broom look good. <laughs> he didn't that like you can't that's not fair. You can't sit here and name people saying, Well he had a good match with AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. Duh well, no, well, like, no, no, that's, like I said, he has to be carried to a great match. He himself is not a ring general. He himself is no fucking like if you sent someone out there and say, Alright, Miz, we want you to carry this match to be a five star classic, that's not gonna happen. Right. Miz, and I, I don't think that anybody I was yeah. just gonna say I don't think that anybody really um is trying to say that he's you know, like he puts on five star matches or he's capable of five star matches. No. But, you know, when he's in that situation where he's with a great wrestler, he does his part. That's pretty much all I can say about the the Miz <laughs> MC MCMIZ, whatever the fuck his name is nowadays. It's, it's a reason why he's never been injured because he's a safe wrestler. I'm pretty sure Daniel Bryan has gone over this before. Don't do shit because when you don't do shit, you can't get injured. Exactly. <laughs> but for him, it works. That's like saying, "Hey, this person's never been in a car accident, bitch. I don't drive." <laughs> I mean, I get you. I get it's you. not that he doesn't drive. It's more so like he's in a bumper car. Oh, God. I don't know. And I'm, not, I'm not claiming or saying that everybody needs to be a Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles or whatever like that. Because there's still some really fantastic wrestlers. I like Drew. I love Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre style of wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. is really good in my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, even though Chris Jericho's on a bit of the older side, he slowed up and stuff like that in his younger days or whatever like that. I like Chris Jericho, but... <sighs> and there, don't get me wrong, because there are match. wrestlers who are, there are wrestlers who are like, how do I put it? Like, simple at the end of the day, like Dakota Kai, that comes off the top of my head, um, Candice LeRae. Simple in the sense that they don't do too much flashy stuff, you know, but they still put on great matches. Yeah, and I'm not saying that everybody need to be doing like, you know, flips and dives and jump, jumping off the top rope and walking the, the top rope, you know, like when the Undertaker was able to, you know, a hundred years ago, but <laughs> it, it just, you, you just got to do something else. Like, like I, I don't even know, like half the time when the last Skull crushing finale that I remember that looked decent was when he was in the fucking feud with uh, uh, Shane. Yeah. That was the last skull skull crushing finale. His finisher that looked decent. Yeah. Now that that is something I will agree on. He's he's progressively gotten lazier. I mean, Mm. that's just the WWE style right there. That do shit. (laughs) Why reinvent? True. That's just WWE, unfortunately. I mean, that, that that goes for every wrestler in the WWE under the Raw and SmackDown banner. NXT, you can, you know, you'll get away with doing new things. Raw and SmackDown is basically the same shit. Same shit. You'll you'll get in there if you're a babyface. You'll start off hot. You 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 know you'll start off beasting. Then you'll get distracted or you'll get eye gouged or some stupid mistake. 
and then you get beat down for 10, 10 for about five, 10 minutes, and you do your five move comeback that every wrestler does if you're babyface. And then, you know, you'll attempt your finisher, it'll get countered by the heel, the heel will go for his finisher, and either one or two things happen. The babyface will counter the heel's finisher into his own, or the heel will do something to ferry after the babyface tries his finisher and then get a win. The end. Mm-hmm. The heel formula, okay, if they are mad, they'll attack the person from behind, and then they'll get in the ring, and the baby face will get in there, and the heel will stomp them down for about 10 minutes. Then they'll, then for some apparent reason, they'll allow the baby face to get up and get a comeback. Then they'll flare around for about 30 seconds, and be so weak and hurt that, that you know, and then they'll counter a finisher and maybe hit a thumb to the eye. And then they'll try to hit their finisher and then get caught and then the match is over. That's, or the vice versa, they'll hit their finisher after some stupid shit. That is the hero style thing. The same shit. <laughs> yep. But that's the WWE philosophy. That's how they want to, you know, their superstars to portray. I guess so people can identify who is... Who is what? Who is whatever? I don't know. Can I can I take a second here while Frank and just get on the soapbox real quick? Do you mind if I do that? Go ahead, sir. All I'd like to say is that you know, for me personally speaking, I get on here every time, and I just I feel like I bash WWE. You know, and you know, there's a lot of things that they need to fix. You know, but not every relationship's perfect. They provided me with some good matches over the years, especially of my childhood. And you know, this year has been a lot of a lot of bad stuff. But there's been some good in there too. You know? Okay, oh hold up, hold up. Name one. Good? Name a good match that you've watched in the last three years. And it can have Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre, or fucking um Anybody from NXT? Edge versus Red York. I like that match a lot. The Wait, one where match? they. The one that was. The one where was... Or the one that was <clears throat> the greatest wrestling match of all time. You see, if they didn't book it as that way, it would have came out a lot differently, right? Because mm-hmm. now when you put it, when you put it on those pretenses, it's like, uh, well, how can they be have the greatest match of all time when? You know what I mean? Like, it, it puts too much pressure on them. And then you start bringing up other people like, oh, AJ Styles could have the greatest match of all time. Why don't you put him in there instead? <laughs> or, you know, something like that. But for the match, being what it was, it was pretty great. i give it a five star. That match was not five stars. I can tell you three reasons why. It literally started up and it slowed the fuck down. Then started back up and then slowed down until the end of the match. Well, yeah, I remember them niggas, they're, they're old. <laughs> so, also, it's not like they're in their prime anymore. But yeah. To say. Yeah, we also talk it's, about them because how are they going to get better if you don't, you know, point out their mistakes, man? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. But, you know, there's some good things that they do, too. Yeah, and once again, I've always, I say this every time. Every time we look for five-star matches, we barely get them. There, there's there's more to a five star match than you know actual like just the wrestling. Yeah, right. Like, right. The wrestling can be great, 
But if you don't care or have any investment in the story, like, so basically, my criteria for a five star match is story, ring psychology, the in ring story, and then the actual, you know, wrestlers themselves. Yeah. If you care about the story, that's already a star and a half, or, or not a star and a half, a star all. Yeah. Like, because if you're just giving me a match, you know, I'll use this for example. Mustafa Ali. Oh, sorry, sorry. As I was, as I was, Mustafa Ali <laughs> and uh, Rico over there. We're not gonna call him Rick. Ricochet's long since gone. Rico. I look at that match as a fucking great match. Did I care? No. Why no. did I not care? Retribution is all but buried, and Ricochet. Rick is all but buried. Mustafa Ali. Doing fantastic work, but no one cares because once again, retribution has been buried. But they delivered probably a fucking fantastic match—a top row backstabber and all this and that. Yeah, I heard yeah. Say five stars. yeah. The match was fire, but at the end yeah. of the day, I think it's a five-star match. Four-star at the highest. Yeah, it's a four-star at the highest. But yeah, like you know, for, like prime example, play. one of the things that I've honestly said, and it's actually bugging me, is. When a feud, like, I don't know if they've done this for years. NXT did did this shit the other day. I forgot which match between who. But I, I was asking, why don't people attack people in the middle of their entrances anymore? And I was like, the fuck? What happened? You know? People don't do that no more. Uh, some of these feuds I don't care about. Because WWE repeats the feud for like, like nine times. But... If you go back to NXT again, sorry to you know milk the NXT joint. Um, some of those feuds, Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis, I care about. I actually care about the feud. They've been building it up and they feuded. It's not over, and they already had a match. But who cared about Halloween Havoc? It was it was good, but Halloween Havoc is not the end of their feud. They're gonna end, end it at a takeover. Which would be fine, but I care about the feud. You know what I mean? I care yeah. about Cameron yeah. Grimes. I care about Dexter. Yeah, right. They they're like, doing it. Like, dude, how many times are you go see Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton? The mat the feud didn't even matter. That that third match was pointless because oh, you attacked the legends. Now I'm angrier at you. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Drew? Well, that's the, that's that's hey, because you that's, for a match that I wanted and I lost. Well, you know what, Randy? I feel bad that you lost. So yeah, let's let's run it back. It, 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 let's also do the fact that Hell in a Cell is nothing more but a gimmick at this point, not a true finish. Yeah, like like back in the day, Undertaker versus Goddamn Mankind. That shit was amazing, even though Mankind like, lost an ear. The only match that even deserved to be in Hell in the Cell this year alone was Sasha Billy. That shit has been doing for over a year. Yeah, that had a great story. This, and, is, and, this and, is the thing about... This is why I hated the... Well, not hated, but just don't understand why we keep having this Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. It doesn't make sense. That's what I said. I said that's one of the ones they need to put that shit on the shelf, and I don't want to see that shit again for a few years. What was, what was the other ones that you named? I said Hell in a Cell, I said TLC, I said Money in the Bank. You sound really low, by the um, way. Uh, oh, hold on. Is that better? No. Uh, oops. Um, I said Hell in a Cell, Money in the Bank, TLC. Um, hold on. Another one. 
But at least that, that at least those were four right there. So that pretty much I had to increase your value. Okay, the ones that I think they here's the ones that I think that WWE honestly to keep Survivor Series, WrestleMania, obviously. I'm still kind of question mark with Royal, Royal Rumble. Um, Royal Rumble. No, no, they got to keep the big four. Yeah. That's that's actually literally it. That's all they need to keep is the big four. AEW, and I'm only going to use this as just an example, even though they've only been out for like a year and some change. So having four pay-per-view in a year, there's 12 months. That means that you have three months to do shit. You have three months to build up shit. Which makes even if you, you want to maybe right, even if you want to maybe slip in, sneak in like a fifth one because it's like something special or whatever like that, like a Halloween Havoc or something stupid or a Bash at the Beach or some shit like that or whatever, something funky or whatever. Oh, and SummerSlam, they do need. To... Yeah, um, one of the big four. Yeah. Maybe I would probably say keep that shit before pay per view a fucking. That's it. That's honestly it. There's 12 months. You're going to need a fucking paper once a goddamn month because guess what? All right, we got four weeks, which is four episodes to build up a feud. <laughs> and people are like, oh, well, it, well it's, it's four weeks, so that's enough. Guess what? This is not TV that's coming on every single fucking day. It comes on once a week. So you literally have four day, four episodes to build up a fucking pay-per-view to make me care. Make but was it always was it always like that, or did they add more pay-per-views? They've been, no, they've been adding. They okay. have been adding, sir. It has never been like this. They've okay. been adding shit and adding shit and adding shit, and then it got worse with this Saudi Arabia shit, and then with the Saudi Arabia uh, shit, that's two extra pay-per-views. Then the other, the following year, they did the goddamn women's uh, evolution pay-per-view. So literally, it was. Uh, Saudi Arabia Woman's Evolution and then I swear to goodness two weeks later it was that other fucking one. I swear to goodness yeah. literally one month, month I think we got like three pay-per-views in one month well, is that is that from a monetary span like is that like are they thinking from a, a monetary standpoint with these pay-per-views I'm trying to get in their mind like is that where the re- revenue is at Cause it's no, not. Why it's, don't they do no, shows? the shit's on the network. It's on the fucking network. It's not like AEW where you gotta pay fifty dollars per pay per view. Then it'll be like that's some revenue shit. They have a whole fucking network that we watch this shit on for free. It's nine dollars that I pay for, but you know. Well, yeah, monthly, but still. Yeah, like. Mm. All right, so like realistic as a person, I, I'm not gonna ever pay for a pay per view of WWE. I will pay for an AEW pay per view. I'm not gonna lie to you. If, oh, if my network was to be like, nah, network's down. You had to pay for pay per views. I'd be like, see you on Raw, guys. I really actually want to watch Full Gear. There was like two matches in there. I heard. Yeah, and then speaking of the reason why people are more negative toward WWE now. Because WWE has an attitude like I don't give a fuck, we make money. But then you go to like AEW, you go to their alternatives. You go to AEW first, right? And you're like, oh shit, fucking Cody Rhodes, um, promo against Darby Allen, fucking fire, right? Yeah, that match is gonna be fire. 
right? Off of the promo alone, you're like, oh shit, I'm starting to care, right? And right. fucking, you go to fucking New Japan, they're having a big ass event that they've made a week, man. It's not one day, it's not just fucking once a week, it's a whole week of, I forgot the name of the event, I keep forgetting the name of the event, but wrestlers are wrestling each other for a fucking week, right? It's like a tournament. And I love New Japan for that shit because the tournaments last as long as the tournament ends. That's what they do. And then their big, their, their final matches are all on the big pay-per-view by the end of the week. And it happens a lot. And they're like, damn. Right? And you're like, oh shit. I care about these matches, these tournaments. Fucking TNA. I care about some of the feuds on TNA right now. Not all of them. TNA is still kind of garbage to me. I'm sorry. But like when you go to the alternatives, like Ring of Ring of Fucking Honor has some matches on it that are still fired to this day. Like hell, you could tell some of the wrestlers have fun going to like evolve and all that shit. Did you ever see that match between Velveteen Dream and freaking um what's his name? Juice? Orange Juice? I keep forgetting his name. Uh Juice Rock. Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. Yes. Yeah, that, oh, Cassidy. that match was fucking vicious. It's just like yo, WWE is so Vince plays the matches so goddamn safe that at this point they start to get stale and boring. When Darkwave was able to describe almost 95% of the matches that happen on the roster, shouldn't you in your head be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's right. You know how you know you know you, you, the person's going to win a match? Whoever does this finisher first is going to lose that match. That's true. That is literally true. That's factual information. If anybody can prove me wrong, name a match. I mean, there are probably some matches where that's, where that's wrong. But I knew Drew McIntyre was going to lose when he did the Claymore kick first. And I was like, yep, Drew lost this match. Randy one didn't do his joint until the end of the match. And it was like, one, two, three. Also, I'm getting sick of the RKO being the deadliest move in wrestling. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know who gave you that title. Yeah, okay. Now nobody kicks out well, the RKO it's at all. His, it's in his, his the promos, so everybody's kind of contributed to that. Cause yeah, I'm going to deliver the three most deadliest words in WWE, and I'm going to deliver, and then they just ran with that shit, and it was like, oh fuck. And now, right, what bugs what me? What the fuck is Carmelo wearing? The fuck is this shit? Oh. What bugs me now? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Is. He's like, nobody can kick out of it. No, they go, nobody kicks out of it. And I go, um, do you remember the 132 times him and John Cena fought? Oh. By the way, we did the math last uh, couple of podcasts ago. John Cena and Randy Orton fought 130 times. <laughs> so that's why um, I, I want that. Plenty of people's kicked out of the RKO, so. Yeah, so that's why every time... He RKO's somebody and they don't kick out. I go, huh. I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody jumping out the Superman punch to me. It just doesn't make any sense. But, yeah. I just posted something in the memes. And... What the fuck is Carmella wearing? She is wearing the thing Corey Graves told her to wear. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that gimmick's gonna die real quick. Speaking of SmackDown, um, I just like to, you know, thank God real quick for answering my prayers. 
because the Seth Rollins feud with Rey Mysterio finally over. Well, I actually like she's sure about that. Are you sure about that? Yeah, he looks oh, like a dominator. No, they they, they they gonna pick that shit back up when uh, as soon as Becky Lynch pop that, I'm come right back. Be like, you fucked. I forgot to belt you. Hey, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Hold up, 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 hold the fuck up. Who just posted that? <laughs> Who just posted that? Oh, oh, nah. oh, nah. <laughs> oh, nah. Oh, nah. I can't even show that to the stream. That's oh, so hey, you know, all these, you know, I just realized something outside the uh, the sighting of a wild Benoit. Carmella, all you need to do is add a strap, it should be good to go. <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> Wait, there's Benoit in that picture? I don't see him. Ayo, but, uh, Ayo, Spirit. Why? Why? Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Alright, what, what were we talking about again besides the fact that Spirit literally just destroyed my soul and I think we're going to hell for that one? She's going to hell for that one, actually. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, I just shared with my friend. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That guy oh, that is evil. That is very fucking evil. That's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the chat, I'm, I'm gonna ex I'm gonna tell you what it is, but I'm not about to show that shit. I don't want to get my shit destroyed. It says where well, you're trying to enjoy your brand new PS5, but your family won't shut the fuck up. And it's a picture of Chris Benoit. Oh nah, I'm done here. Uh, <laughs> mm, did you think that was a little, 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 little fucked up? But where were we? we? Oh, that's right. We were talking about the state of WWE. Um. So yeah, Miss Mister Mister Handbag. Um, back to what I was saying. If you haven't noticed, like the state of WWE has gotten so stale, and this is to pick up on another topic, right? They've gotten so goddamn stale mm -hmm. that there were no female tag team wrestlers besides. Fact, no, there are no female tag team wrestlers, and Lana has been put to a table twenty times now. Nine, but I see your point. <laughs> yes, yes, we we talk about the negatives because if you name the positives, it's almost like digging through an ocean for a pin, a penny. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say pin, a penny, and I don't mean regular ocean. I mean the Antarctic Ocean, and I mean deep down. You have to you have to go all the way down there, bro. You're gonna die before you get to the bottom. Like what the fuck, man? Like hell, Sasha versus Bailey. The first match was great. The second match, I was like, okay, why are you facing each other again? Now, if they have a third fucking match, I'm gonna be like, um, please. <laughs> no, no, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're gonna move on from that. She's about to feud with Carmella. I know, which is great. Actually, no, I lied. She needs our truth again. <laughs> Carmella. Yeah. Dude, Carmella was so down in the dumps. That our truth got her over. Heel, believe it or not. You said what? In my opinion, Carmella is a better baby face than a heel. Yeah. Well, they have our truth to that. 
Our truth got her over. Before that, when she first turned face, her matches were a little a little better as a baby face. Yeah. You said her what? Her matches. Oh, okay. Not like not, you know, not not some like you know super transformation, but if you watch her matches from when she was a heel as SmackDown Women's Champion, compared to when she turned face, you know, I take her as a baby face. It's, a, it's actually a big, not a huge transformation, but it's a big difference. It's a significant difference. Um, so to me, Carmella as a heel is forever stamped by, uh, uh, what's the short guy that she was with? Uh, Elle- the- uh, James Ellsworth? Yeah, 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 that guy, that guy. Yeah, him. That is that is me thinking, whenever I think of Carmella as a heel, it's a picture of that guy that comes up. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what I remember about her heel run when she ran the female Money in the Bank briefcase, and she ran down and gave it to the referee, and told him to ring the bell. And the referee grabbed his suitcase, turned around, and then came back and said, "Are you sure you want to do it now?" And she kept yelling and screaming, and he's like, "Okay, are you positive?" I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> You said what? Wasn't that Mike Kyoto who was That was that? definitely Mike fucking Kyoto. And I looked at that shit and I was like, Mike, I don't know what you're doing right now, but you really look like a dumbass. Did they fire him? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yes, he's not. Didn't they? No. No. Yes. Mike Kyoto's not. He, he's still on WWE. No, he's not. He's, I could have sworn he wasn't. Hold He's up. on AEW. Oh yeah, he, he is. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait a minute. He does special matches for AEW. He did a of some great matches over the years. I think he was in the Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes match actually. Or one of those matches. Oh, wow. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hold up, hold up. Let me double check for Mike Kyoto. Oh, yeah, he is with AEW now. Oh, he's going to be doing the Goldie Rose and what's it called? Oh, we missed Full Gear. God I damn it. That. You didn't know that? No. I, didn't I, know. I said we did. Yes, yes. Hey, we got we to gotta go watch that. That was great. That was a great match. Yes, it was. Wow. Yeah. Cody Rose is my favorite match of that night. Uh, yeah. Yeah, her so, was good. Mm-hmm. But, um, did you guys talk about, uh, or is one of the topics going to be, uh, Johnny Gargano? Sure. <laughs> we can talk about Johnny Gargano and the funniest shit I've ever seen this man do in his you guys, so, y- y'all saw Y'all saw NXT this past, uh, Wednesday, right? I did. That was the wildest. <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be a part of the story, or if the Triple H just changed his mind, or if he just doesn't like Johnny Gargano. But that was the wildest shit I have ever seen. Gargano was a comedy hill, so they beat him in comedic ways. This man said, yeah, but- "He said I didn't we- do this." I don't, Johnny Gargano doesn't like wheels. You know I don't like wheels. <laughs> do you think, but do y'all think that doing something like that buries him? 
Uh, no. No. Arverno, no. The title, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Title, yeah. Gargano, no. You know because, why? Because, like, like Gar- every, t- every title Gar- Gargano wins, he loses. And well, after the first defense. So it's like, why are you guys keep making him champion? If he's just well, going to lose it after the first match. I don't even think they should have had, had um, Damian Priest lose. The thing with Gargano is they are booking him as like a serious but cocky heel. I mean, a com a serious but comedy heel. Yeah. One reason why I say this is the they only did this for comedic aspects. That's the only reason why. Outside of that, I mean, nothing. And the curse of just... Gargano will be something that will probably stay around. Until he returns as the babyface, maybe one day, win the title, and then they'll say he's never defended the title, and then, you know, he'll actually defend one. Hmm. As a babyface, into a jobber though. Hmm. Like the, this man, Leon Ruff was effectively jobbing for most of 2020. Well, Gargano. If I'm looking at from Gargano, I mean, he's been on top of NXT for so long. He's probably just giving back at like, yeah, doesn't have winning. He's accepting his role. It's better than being on the main roster. So. <laughs> That's what a lot of them say. And he's probably just giving back at this point. Like he's had his moment in the sun. It's actually time for people like Damian Priest, Dexter Lewis, Cameron, uh, all get their uh, moment. And Gargano had to be beaten for it. Yeah. It's fine. He's had his... He's had his run, really. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's why Ciampa came. He lost. uh, What's his name? It's just like, okay. Wait a second. Where's Finn Balor now? Broken Uh, jaw. He's supposed to be making an announcement. Because remember, he was injured. He had got... Yeah, I think he's gonna relinquish the title again. It sucks. Speaking of, do you guys? If I was the next person, I'd be like, I don't want that belt. That shit is cursed. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna have to agree to that, Chief. That belt is clearly cursed. Yo, we just on it. (laughs) It should have a giant to a giant C, like yo. But um. Yeah, Johnny Gargano. Like I, I don't feel bad. Like I feel like Johnny Gargano is just giving everything back. Him and Champa. Like a lot of people are just giving back at this point. Uh, the one thing I was kind of weirded out is the fucking group. Uh, that uh, Adam Cole is gonna go against. Uh, what's the fuck is that? Name? The football player's name again? Um, Pat, Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat. Yeah. I was like, yo, why is Pat back? His but I'm on. glad that they're not using him. Like he's not wrestling. Yes. It's mainly Pete Dunn that's doing everything. Yo, the fact that Pete Dunn came back as heel, I was like, wasn't he like an in between kind of guy? And he literally broke Killian Dane's face. Oh yeah, nah. I love, I love that man. Don't get me wrong, but Jesus. What do you got to for War Games though? Oh yeah, War Games is about to happen. Never mind. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, War, so, War Games is like my wrestle. It's I don't know what to say. It's like my favorite pay per view. Yeah, nah, for real. 
Whoever thought yeah. of that concept with the two cells, yeah. it's pretty cool. Uh, um, Dusty Rhodes, sir. Oh, that was Dusty Rhodes' idea? Wow. Yeah, back in the day when they had the first one. He was like, ah, I'm going to challenge you to war games. And here's what the war games is. It used to be a, a bigger cage, but then they decided to make it two cages later on. And then now it's the war games that you see. And war games is my favorite pay-per-view. Uh, in the NXT calendar, besides New York, which is the WrestleMania version of Takeover, right? I'm assuming. Now the real question is: Does the Era actually win this war game? They're like one and two. <laughs> well, the last war games that they lost, that was probably my favorite war games. Where Champa did the air raid through the damn uh, off the top of the cage. Yeah, that was tight. Even though they lost, that was tight. Undisputed Era has been getting a shit pushed for a while now. Hmm. So I'm assuming they win this one, right? Hopefully. Yeah. But they're one of those groups where, like, if they can come back from any loss and be put over, and because they're always over, there's not, a, there's never a moment where they're not over. Well, yeah, they're not. Uh, they're they're over. But the only the only reason why I said they may have to win this one because they're baby faces. For now, you kind of have to establish that can't have them keep losing. It's one thing when they were heels losing war games. I mean, you know, they, they won the very first one. They can lose right. the next two or whatever because they're heels. It didn't really matter. They're over. They're baby faces. You have to establish them as strong baby faces. So, yeah, that's a good point. Coming. You got to... Because, you know, you're probably going to have them as champions at some point again. They'll just be baby faces. Right. Oh, yeah, this time they will be baby faces. I mean, they are baby faces. They've been baby facing a while now. Oh, you know. Well, yeah, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly have been baby faces. Roderick and Bobby were kind of still acting heels, but they basically are baby faces now by default because they're associated with the disputed era. Right. So... Adam Cole basically turned babyface right after he lost to Finn Balor, basically. Yeah. Um, he kind of turned face, I mean, he left the babyface in Pat McAfee. So, Kyle mm-hmm. Riley is definitely the babyface. So, they, and now, with because everyone's getting beat up by the heels, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish are now firmly in the babyface side of things. Yep. So, honestly, as a whole now, are complete babyfaces. I just feel like if you're going to make them baby faces, they have to be strong, and you have to have them win, because Undisputed Era, honestly, has not been winning shit, if you think about it. They really haven't won any twice. So, but to, to me, the fact that they're not winning is kind of like what you were saying earlier with Champa and Gargano. They've done, I mean, literally, they fulfilled the prophecy. The niggas have held every title at, at the same time, like... You know, they've done everything there is to do. Um, so I think that, I think it's just giving back the reason why they've been losing so much. I mean, no, that, that's fine. I'm just saying, with them being baby faces now, they kind of have to win something because now they are firmly baby faces. Right, and the terms are different. This is a new role for them. So. That makes sense. <laughs> but, uh,. Now, I want to talk to you guys about something. Survivor Series. Is anybody ready for Survivor Series? Um. 
Hello? Gives a shit. You know, I kind of miss, I kind of, I kind of miss the fact that NXT NXT is not going to be a part of it this year. I feel like they really dropped the ball with that. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. What was the reason? It's called COVID. Because they know that they're fucking losing against AEW, so it's no point. (laughs) Well, I don't think, I don't think they care about AEW anymore. Oh, oh, they do. They definitely do. Dude, it's just that they shouldn't. <laughs> right. They just honest. I, they just need to fucking move next to a different day, to a different night. I, that's what I would do. I really would just move. But how does that affect Survivor Series? Because well, how uh, Survivor Series there. was only good because look at what they did. Look at also how they handled Survivor Series. So you had with the women's Survivor Series. First of all, NXT did a clean sweep. Okay, yeah. so it was a clean yeah. sweep in the end. The women, you had Rhea Ripley uh, when it was like the Charlotte joint and all that other kind of shit and how she did it. And then with that team where there was only like just the two of them that was just left, and they all of the matches that was damn near all the matches that was there that was good because it was NXT shit. So, we thought, all right, this train fantastic. This train fantastic. And then what did they turn around and do? They turn around and then dog the shit out of NXT. Had Charlotte win the fucking belt, and then this, and then the shit plummeted. And Rhea Ripley has never been the fucking same. Oh yeah, you gotta remember when Charlotte fucking going to title NXT's views dropped something fierce. AEW literally took advantage of that shit. And they was like, oh, no. it's not working. They're like, well, it worked when we had Sasha Banks versus Dakota. Uh, that was her name, Io Shirai. It's like, yeah, because people actually like Charlotte. And both of them are two good wrestlers. You have kind of mediocre. And that's all. And you shoving us, shoving her down our throat on the main roster. And then you're putting her on a show that we actually like. No. The shit didn't work. They tried so they tried so hard to sit here trying to do stuff and shit just does it just didn't work. Good point. I would disagree with one thing. I don't think Charlotte's mediocre. <laughs> I can name five other female wrestlers better than Damn. Name them. Is this uh, AEW included, or this is just WWE? WWE. Let's, let's not include any of the outside sources. Sasha Banks. Damn. Io Shirai. Damn. Ember Moon. Damn. What? Going to I mean, me. she's not. She's not wrong. You told me to name people. Hell, I wouldn't even say fucking Becky Lynch. No. I would say fucking Becky Lynch. No. I heard that the match. I actually like the matches better with Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks versus the match with Sasha Banks and Charlotte. No, you're just saying that because you saw the Charlotte and Sasha match about a million times. Charlotte is just boring. It's very typical, very standard, very bland. You can kind of damn near predict her down. Her her moveset, and granted, you know some people drink, but it's like it's just very boring. It's just very blank. It's like I'm watching a Randy Orton match. Damn son. Damn son. 
Wait, you can say the same. You can say the same for Sasha and for Beth for all of the the four artists women, honestly. Yeah, but two of them actually been putting in the goddamn work and been doing what the hell they need to do. One of them you can't really count because she's actually she's been she's putting having, in the work. The baby. She's been putting Becky's been putting in the work on her back. Yes, <laughs> yes. What we're talking about in the ring, in the ring, just putting. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's putting in the work. And making and the reason why I have hold more up, respect up, for hold Sasha. Up, hold, and, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, yeah. hold up, hold up, hold up, Mister Darkwave. Are you trying yes. to get me attacked like JD from NY Man? I didn't say nothing about herself. She's been doing a lot. I mean, technically speaking, if she's doing the job in the ring, she's on her back, clown. Okay, I'm gonna need you to next time clarify that. You know. <laughs> I, if I get attacked by wrestlers, I'm coming no. with a vehicle well, to your house. Can we, we comment on anything that she does in that particular situation? No, she says she does work on her back. I mean, she could be taking a pinball, tapping out the Charlotte Flair. Can, or anybody, else, can anybody else not? Does anybody hear the nonsense that he's coming up with here? Or am I tripping? Uh, my name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. Hey, you mean I your name is not Bennett, or your name? You, what? You said your name is Bennett, and you're not in it, man. Yes. You mean your name's not Bennett, and you're not in it? That's the phrase. Either way. Yeah. Anyway, now my circus, not my monkeys. She probably, you know, JD went on a tirade about the Alexa Bliss thing. I didn't say anything with Char- uh, Becky does that she does work on her back. That's not really saying what she does. That's not saying she does anything. Like okay. <laughs> to end this now, Spirit, go ahead and finish what you were saying. I was just going to say the difference with two of the women so far is that, you know, they actually care about the damn business. Oh, yeah, and Sasha and Bailey care. Oh, yeah, and I, I would have put Oscar in that category, by the way. Well, I was saying about the four horses. No, no. How about <laughs> women better than Charlotte? Oh, oh yeah. I was going to say Oscar. Yeah. Oscar yeah. mm. to me is by far the best woman on the goddamn roster. Which is why, looking at the thing, never mind. Oscar versus Sasha Banks is going to clearly be a good match. She's about to be 40. Who? Oscar. For real? Dude, she's 39. She's definitely does not know that. Jesus Christ. She does not wrestle like she's old. Yeah, she wrestles like she's fucking 20. Yeah. That's what Japan does for you. Understandable. I'm not going to lie. I, saw, I went well, on her channel. I saw her foot one time. I was like, good God, you got restless feet, lady. <laughs> Uh, oh. Still love this woman to death, though. You know, I wouldn't marry right. her. Anywho, um, <laughs> that being said, I like I said, I was looking at the roster for Survivor Series. And every match just looks so fucking bad. I I don't so know. If you, you said what? What are the matches again? Well, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Team Raw consisted of AJ, Keith, Sheamus, Braun, and Matt Riddle. 
or Riddle as he's known now, uh, <laughs> and a to-be-determined person, versus two SmackDown of Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, and Seth Rollins. I said to be determined. That's they're all is Raw's roster determined. I'm sorry. Um, got Team Raw, which is Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Danny Brooke, uh, Lana versus Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two members who are yet to be determined. Oh, there you go, Bianca Belair. Sorry, that's the other one I was. Hey, twenty dollars. That Lana goes through the table at the pay per view because Nia Jax. Hey, actually, I will take that bet and I will actually raise it another $20 and say that the table will actually go through Lana. Nope. I'll raise you both and say because of the table spot, Lana is a survivor. I don't know what to say. There we got Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn, which I'm sorry. It's not going to be a good match. The New Day no, versus not. the Street Profits. Again, I even said this to the other guy that the New Day is a team that literally got stale quickly versus the Street Profits who went from cool to drool. And this match is going to it's going to be good, but it's just like I don't care. Okay, it's the Hurt Business is not one title. You said it's the Hurt Unification? Oh, I said the Hurt Business is not I'm champion. What, we we can barely world. hear you. I, you said something about the Hurt conglomerate. The Hurt business. They may win the titles on Monday. Oh, I don't think they will. They better not. I think nah. they will. Got to change up Survivor. Survivor Series is literally faces versus faces, heels versus heels. They'll probably change something. Yeah, but I'd much rather see Kofi versus. I'd much rather see the New Day versus um, uh, Street Profits than Street Profits versus. Uh, the, what do they call it? The Hurt Business? Uh, I rest here. The Hurt Website? I think Sheldon <laughs> Cedric deserved it. Honestly. They do, they do, but I think they deserve it at a. Just any other paper do not name Survivor Series. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that one. I think there needs to be more build up. I think there needs to be more fucking tag teams. Survivor Series is the one night a year that Raw versus SmackDown happened. Even though that's not true, they can't even use it as their slogan this time because they'd be like, right. they, they already have. Tom they, are, they had it literally Raw versus SmackDown happened tonight when Drew McIntyre from Raw came to SmackDown and, for, and confronted Roman Reigns and then proceeded to wrestle Jay Uso and won oh, because had had fucking Drew McIntyre lost to Jay Uso, I would have literally. Literally became a monk at a monastery by the end of the night. <laughs> I would have said, "My wife, I love you. I'd be back in four months." Fucking what? But yes, the match of the night is looking like Oscar versus Sasha Banks again, and then we got Randy versus fucking Roman. All right, who's ready for that match? I kind of hope it's Drew versus Roman. Which sucks because I don't want Randy Orton to be just a placeholder, but I kind of want it to be Drew versus Roman. I feel like that would be a better match than Randy versus Roman. So Randy versus Roman is going to be very dry. I think both of the matches that you just said are going to be very dry. 
Well, at least Drew can kind of carry the match, you know? Um, as opposed to Randy, he, he, can't, he couldn't really carry that match. I, I couldn't see that happening. Damn, so you have no faith in Randy Orton. I'm saying he's not a good wrestler. He's just not that type of wrestler who carries matches or who's... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, he's not on that AJ Styles level. I get you. I understand. Um, that being said, I think it's time we moved on because I'm going to get a headache. Um, is there anything else in the wrestling sphere you people wanted to talk about? No. Good. Good. Uh, no. All right. It's time to move on to gaming because we have some games to play and some gaming. All right. Bye, you guys later. Hello, folks. This is Wild Fang from the Wild Street Fighting Podcast, or the Wild Fang Podcast, depending on who you ask. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money for your podcast with no medium listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Please. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.com and get started. Have fun. Just something that I saw. That's why. Still review shit. Yeah, gotta be here for your own topic. Yeah, man. Gotta be here for your own topic. Yes, you do. Because we're live. (laughs) Hello, guys. We have. Hello, guys. No, the fuck I don't. (laughs) Language. Anywho, right? My name is the Fang, and uh, of course, you know Spirit in the Dark Wave, or Wave Dark in Spyrite, as they are known by their real names. Um, we have an interesting podcast for the gaming one. It's not going to be too long. It's going to be a little short. Um, first things first. Spirit asks a question. Spirit, go ahead and pose a question, to everybody. Well, this question was just something that I saw and that a bunch of people was also complaining about. Apparently, like, I guess, I think it was Spider-Man or some shit. It was the speed run for it, and people was getting pissed because of the speed run. It was like, oh, wow, I completed this game in four hours. And people was like, well, now I don't want to play. If you do the speed run, it's going to be four hours. And so the question was just like, you know, do speed runs kind of like run games? Whatever, like nope. that. <laughs> nope. Look at that. Easy answer. No, like a lot of people do say speedruns are bad, but I literally say every time uh, speedruns don't ruin games at all. Uh, if you watch a speedrun, it's at your own peril if you're spoiled or you see an exploit. You know, that, that doesn't even make any, that doesn't even remotely make sense. Why would somebody even get mad? At a speedrun, when that's a person's job that they do, which is speedrun games. The thing about speedrunning is that it's also based on. Well, first of all, you have to actually you have to actively look that shit up. Number one, so if you get angry that you're watching a speedrun, why would you even look up a speed? Number two, 
who gives a shit? If if it takes someone four hours to beat the game because they chose a speedrunner, what does that have to do with with you, the individual who wants to play the game? It's one thing if they just play. Uh, it's one thing if it was like Heavenly Sword and you can do everything under the sun and still beat the game in two in about five hours. That's one thing. That's speedrunning, but you have to actively look that shit up. <laughs> I don't even understand why people get upset with that. So, yeah, that, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, look, 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 I love speedruns, and I put them on the background of this podcast every goddamn time we do this podcast. Literally, one's playing right now. So why is it that, uh, why, why would somebody even get mad that you can beat Spider-Man, Miles Morales, in the amount of time you can beat it? It doesn't even make sense. Like, there are games out there now that you can beat in seconds. I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody would get mad. That you could beat Halo in an hour, instead of instead of how long it probably took them to beat Halo. Like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. People are just fucking. I feel like they're just I jealous. I, I mean, you have to like. You, said you just have to look that shit up. Like, I don't see why you even are upset. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that. That's why I said it doesn't make any sense. Like you can't just, you can't just specifically just go speedruns ruin games, and then go look at a speedrun. I'm going back. That's your fault. That's how does it ruin games when you did that to yourself? Like how, like how sway? Right. Hell, again, I look up speedruns all the time. I, I do this a lot. It's just you know. It's a fun thing for me to watch. I like watching games being destroyed like like that, or somebody beating a game in in, in like a couple hours or minutes. But it's whatever. You have anything else to say on that spirit? Mm, no. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Cool. All right. Next things next. I guess we can save the PS5 and the Xbox reviews until next week. You know. Um. Of course, we could talk about those. Uh, AEW had a game reveal, which was pretty goddamn funny. Did you see it, Dark Wave? Mm-hmm. That was the funniest, dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And the fact that the guy who made um, uh, No Mercy is making this game, I'm going to have to say, yep. The drain is gonna be it's gonna be fucking fire, so. Wait, Spirit, we'll see. Spirit, have you played No Mercy? I have not. Hmm. hmm. Played No Mercy, but you know how long it's been since I played No I don't remember that shit. <laughs> I've actually been more of a uh the WWE SmackDown game. You know, hmm. Raw I get you. I I mean I did I played No Mercy. But it's been so long that I don't remember shit about them. So for me, it's like, okay, I, I'll I'll gaze it when I actually, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next thing. Next. Oh, hold up! No, the, the AO. Not gonna lie, during that little presentation, Kenny Omega was the funniest person in Nigeria. So. Or everybody that came out after Kenny Omega was just fucking stupid especially when Cody came out 
and they were just frying them up behind his back. That shit was so funny, dog. I was just like, yo, they're all idiots. Um, the PlayStation and Xbox, the pre-orders have, have been uh, a, a little failing. Anybody else notice that shit? A lot of things failing about <laughs> Oak release shit. Ayo. Yeah, console release is terrible. And if there's like, one thing that you said what? It's probably one of the best ever, but as far as release, it's definitely the worst. Yeah, it's the worst worst console release. And I'm pretty sure I can say this emphatically, now that I have both of these consoles sitting there looking dead at them. Right? I'm gonna say this. I'm not saying this as a fanboy either. Right? These are the worst looking consoles of all time. Yep. One looks like a fucking fridge. The other one literally looks like a fucking, uh, a fucking um, a binder. Like, what the fuck were they thinking? Both of these people were on cocaine when they when they uh made this damn console, bro. Like, yo, what? <laughs> what else? <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, all right. Let me get to the thing that I need to say, <clears throat> guys. It's time we play the game here. It's a game I wanted to play for a week. So, Kotaku. Has anybody read the Kotaku articles that made them look like they were all massive uh, stupid people there? I mean, there's plenty of articles that does that. You had the specific, sir. Oh. I'm going to read you an excerpt. I want you to guess what the article is about. Spirit, are you there? Partially. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to read this. It says, and I quote, Any uniform arrangement of small holes or spaces induces revulsions in me accompanied by a slight flight response. Common triggers for me usually organic but can include man-made things such as certain manhole covers those lotus pies that can come with korean barbecue or dried in pot potpourri pine cones sunflower heads gauge and bandage any liquid mixture and bubbles is like cooking pancakes or blooming yeast this maps the election results a great at the top of the blank now it's this Sorry, a I'm not sure about that. alexa shut up is this A, about the Xbox Series X, B, a piece about shoes, or C, about Get Bent Industries? Uh, <laughs> surprised. I, I, that, I swear I read that answer, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like I've read that and then just immediately just clicked off the page. <laughs> Does anybody have a guess? There's only three answers. I'll give you a hint. One of these don't really exist. Just get bent, I guess. <laughs> Do you have your answer, Spirit? He's partially here. Spirit is partially here. Well, Mr. Darkwave, I would have to tell you no, it's A. That was about the Xbox. 
It's about the top gradings in the Xbox. Apparently, someone has trypophobia. What the fuck you call it? Where you fear a cluster of holes from looking at the top of the fucking Xbox. And then people are like, you are the oh. dumbest. <laughs> oh, people Lord. Are doing it. Yeah. And I have another one for you, Dark Wave. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Listen, this is going to be funny as shit. <clears throat> it says, this world is still reeling under the weight of COVID-19 pandemic. There are more Americans out of work right now than any point in the country's history, with no relief in sight. Our healthcare system is inherently evil institution that forces people to rather than life-saving medications like insulin and choose suicide over suffering with untreated mental illnesses. Is this about A, a the PlayStation 5 review, B, a COVID article, or C, a hit piece about the dragons flying backwards in Skyrim? I'm just going to assume the PlayStation 5 shit. It is the PlayStation 5 review for Kotaku, man. This is the funniest shit I've ever goddamn seen in my life. Like, what the fuck would you think you would put that article out there, man? Jesus Christ, bro. Holy shit. Like, it's, uh, legit, it's legit. The It's the PS5 review. And Kotaku's been receiving... Like massive, massive backlash for it. Ever since what's his name left, people have just been making fun of them. Jason Schreier. Ever since Jason Schreier left, people have been succinctly making fun of these people because they look like the biggest dumbasses in all of history. I mean, talk was a bunch of fucking. You are right on that one, sir. They're they're just you know this whole console shit is a bunch of fucking garbage. No one can say. I, I don't know. Like, I have nothing good to say because honestly, there's just nothing good to say to me. <laughs> sure, they're good systems in terms of you know the software they produce. Hey, hey, hold on, hold up! Before hey, you go on that rant, Spirit, would you like to leave? You can leave now. You know. Oh yay! Hey, get out of here. Nobody needs you. Okay, bye. No right. spirit. I don't care. Finish you was saying, Darkway. Well, what I'm saying is, it's like when people talk about the console, and it's not even because I don't have one. Yeah, that's not even the reason. Because it is what it is. Yeah, it's the that we're just going to gloss over how shitty this release has been. Like, this is by far the worst release console of all time in terms of promotion information and the, the strategies in which they're releasing their consoles to the public legitimately the worst there is nothing nothing and i mean this wholeheartedly that makes me say thing otherwise sony made that you know rule about only online or whatever which again if the pre-orders yeah i fucked up the pre-orders Filled with bots. You have people who have seven PS5s in their room and whatever. Mm. And then you send... You do the same shit for those who weren't able to pre-order for retail. You do the exact same shit. If anything... And then they say the COVID... For COVID spreading and all that. Which, okay. On one hand. On one hand. Okay. Sure. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. 
I can understand, you know what I'm saying, wanting to protect people from COVID. I understand that wholeheartedly. But you literally put people in a situation where even for order pickup and all this extra shit, that they still have to battle bot and just have to battle people at 1, 3 in the morning to get a PlayStation or Xbox, well, PlayStation situation. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure even without the order thing, people can still do order pickup. The thing about order pickup, though, is they have to get to it first, meaning if they can't get to it, then they have to say it's not there. Meaning if you were the order, if someone order picked up a PS5, but you picked up a PS5, that's tough shit for the person who picked it up, you're in the store. Yep. But it's like, why would you force people to battle the internet again after your shitty pre-order? Like, what? Yes, in terms of software, yeah, this is the best systems that Sony's launched in probably ever in terms of just, like, software. And maybe I shouldn't hold it against the PS5 that had a shit released, but I hold it against Sony. They started, they fucking, they made the console. And they're the reason, it wasn't even Target who made that little option, or anybody. Walmart, Target, Best Buy, that was clearly Sony. Yeah, it was definitely Sony. It should have been no online orders to ensure that you don't battle bot online. Ticket system where you print out a number, you you count the cost, you print out a certain number of tickets, and those people who you are who are there for a PlayStation, you do one of two things. You either A, bring if you want to be all COVID, you know, be all protective. You either A, keep them in the store. At, you know, you bring them in slowly. Or B, you have two different, you know, you have the front checkout and maybe a back checkout for those who the PlayStation or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just so fucking stupid that yeah. they went the route they did. So, I don't know. The console as a whole, you could probably get them to score, but I'm looking at everything as a whole. And everything as a whole, these consoles get both get like a fucking... Fucking garbage. Yep. Which is hilarious because, um, like I said, I remember um, Xbox talking the shit, but then having the same exact issue and people out there crying about fucking both of these damn consoles. Because I went to go pick up the PlayStation, it was. Couple, a line of people out there, which Sony sp- expressly said not to do, but they did it anyway. And for Xbox, it was the exact same thing. This is the well, Xbox thing. never said anything about not being able to buy it in store. I know it's just the fact that because they went live so early. This is why I say it shouldn't have been online because the fact that they went live at like one thirty in the morning. People are already doing overnight shifts, so at that point, the guests can't get it anyway because they're over, you know, the the, customer, the, the employees, basically, they're picking up the consoles overnight, so all the consoles that were ordered for order pickup, they were taken. Oh. It wasn't like a situation where, oh, they order pickup, but you already have a console in your hand. Like, if, if, if I order picked up a console 
and you're in there and you say, I want this PS4, a person, an employee can't come to you and say, oh, that one's already sold. No, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Huh. If, 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 it, if they just have to say they don't have it anymore and that customer's, that customer's, uh, it's basically how you put something in a shopping cart, but if it goes away before you hit checkout, it takes it out of your shopping cart, which I also think is fucking um, there should be a, a wait time for that. If someone has it in the shopping cart, it should be a, about a three to five minute wait time before it's out of the shopping. In my humble opinion. For anything, not just console. This, this is anything. Huh. So the same yeah. thing there. Like, if one order picked up fucking a, a shirt, and then you're walking past that shirt, and a boy's walking to that shirt, and you pick up the shirt, they can't tell you not to buy that shirt because someone ordered picked up. No, that, that shirt belongs to you. It's in your possession, and <laughs> that that customer is, who order online is short. But again, considering the bot accounts that exist, they should have not have done. I, for launch day, they should never be online. Order. Launch day or in store should be for those who did not was not able to pre order. You know, it should be for those who. You know, have the opportunity to come to the store early in the morning, get their shit, and move on. After launch day, if you want to do online orders, by all means. But because it's just fucking too many ways, man. Bot account, bots order that shit without the, the person can be sleep, and the bot accounts fucking just take it from them. Now, is that fair? No. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how bots even work. Well, I, I assume bots, it's like an automatic thing. You set up bots to where as soon as something goes live, it automatically puts in the order for you, basically. From what I understand, with bots. Like, it's just like, basically, a automatic order shit, basically. Hmm. Um, and they just put, that's why consoles go so fast. It's not that people are refreshing, that they have bot, like, they'll probably have one, and then they'll probably have bots on other accounts ordering the shit at one time you know and don't you gotta pay money you probably have to pay money for a bot maybe i assume maybe no, i don't know the how console is what i'm asking like how does it even work well if, your credit, well, uh, well if your credit card information is already saved into your account you ain't gotta yeah. put nothing in you know what i'm saying that's the whole thing you don't have to put nothing it's just what it is that uh, makes complete sense like But there's so much shit that goes on with the bots because you got people who fucking, you know, like, for example, I have my PlayStation 5 in my cart, not once, but twice. But my payment kept saying error because the sites kept crashing. Mm-hmm. And so by that happening, I couldn't get my PlayStation because it kept every time you hit checkout from it just said error, 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 because the site was pretty slow, crashing, among other shit, which is fucked up. That wouldn't happen if you didn't do online only, because only, you don't have nothing to worry about. So basically, any bots or any people who happen to get through, take everything. Because, you know, they have the bots or whatever, and bots work quickly. It's automatic, basically. As soon as it hit, as soon as it's live, it just it's instant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that so, is that is re- pretty cheap, son. That's why I don't like 
that's why I say it should never be a situation where uh, on launch day for the for consoles of this of this magnitude to be ordered online. It's fucking stupid. Because and that's Sony's fault. Because I don't know. It's fucked. We can move on. I don't want to. <laughs> Actually, no. We, we didn't have too much to talk about in the gaming world. We would have needed uh, Mr. What's his name? So I think we're good. Unless you had no, to play. I mean, like, I want to play this five. Yeah. But, A, after seeing Godfall, which. You know The what? answer is no. I'm not buying it until it's on sale. Yeah, man, we, yeah, I want. I wanted to talk about that one actually. Yeah, Godfall. The combat in that game is pretty fun. Everything else about that game is fucking terrible. What the fuck, man? Well, I've said this before, and I've said this on the podcast. It's a loot game. Like, yeah, you are 110 percent correct on that one, son. Exactly. I mean, look at the track record. Like, look at the track record. Uh, outside of outside of Borderlands, Destiny, think Destiny Two, Division, Division Two, uh, what's the other fucking Anthem, any other game of that type. Now, they all start off in a way where it's playable, but nothing wows you with Destiny. It took literally almost a year and a half before Destiny, or six months to a year and a half before Destiny One became fucking you know great. It took fucking almost a full second game for the division to become relevant. Damn. And Godfall, which is essentially not even a multiplayer. It's a co-op, but it's no multiplayer, so you, you're not going to have the people trying to get on that. And then when you look at Godfall and how its system is, it's, it's basically, a, it's like okay, we're going to take Anthem's way of using like different suits, but and as most people say, just different Warframes, basically. It's all they are, different Warframes. Give it a, a, a nice slashing melee and a lackluster story. You can't expect people to sit there. And A, first of all, A, you're, you can't even pick the suit you want when you first start off, number one. Yeah, you, you're, 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 you're stuck to picking the Phoenix suit, which, again... With a game like that, why can't I just pick the first suit that I want and then unlock all the others? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they stuck me with the Phoenix suit, and I was like, I didn't want this one. Exactly. It's like, you're forcing me to play the way y'all want me to play until I unlock all the suits. Then I can play the way I want to play? Doesn't make sense to me. Why? That's like saying on Destiny 2, you can't pick Titan, Hunter, Warlock. We're going to make you play as all three for about two hours apiece, and then you can pick one. I don't want to play as a Titan. I don't want to play as a Warlock. I want to play as a fucking Hunter. Let me pick the Hunter, please. Even Warframe gives you a choice of three suits to start off with. You know, you start with Excalibur for about the tutorial. That's it. Just like you start with the little lion suit for the tutorial on Godfall. That's fine. But after the tutorial, let me pick what suit I want. And the combat can be great. 
all day, but and then you have the you have the shields out there. Oh, you gotta get the end game. That's where it really picks up. I'm sorry. Why should I have to spend 15 hours or 10 hours, 15 hours beating the game before it actually becomes good? Like, what kind of logic is that? It doesn't make game, any sense. The game should be good from start to finish. Not saying that Godfall is bad. It's not a bad game. It's just it's nothing that's going to wow me. It's not worth seventy dollars. It's nope. a typical run around, get your loot, as I said it would be. And most people I'm hearing has say they, it says it says that Endgame has less to do has less than Anthem. Which, if that's oh, the nah. case, I don't know that for sure. But if that is the case, if it has less than Anthem and Endgame, what's the point? This is why I don't understand these loot schemes. All these fucking developers think, oh, loot games are the the way to go. Okay, maybe so. But you've you've had Division Two, Destiny Two, come out, fairly successful game. You have been in development for Godfall for how long? Why don't you? Why do loot games feel this need to come out with a shitty game, only to try to improve it six months down and then expect to get players back? Why? Yeah. Why would you make a cheap game or a half a game for what? To make it seem as if you're adding new content? How about you give me an actual good game to make me happy, to actually make me want to stick around for your later content? Instead of giving me a shit game or a mediocre game like Godfall and say, oh, uh, give us time to, you know, get the end game stuff and add raise. No, all this stuff should have been added from day one maybe not raid but things should be in place all these other weekends have done take take notes look at anthem anthem's the biggest failure of loot games probably of all time take notes why would you first of all even anthem lets you choose your first suit yes they do how would you mm? i said yes they do you know, you do you do the tutorial as the first, the, the basic ranger, but after that, pick whatever suit you want. Now, I guarantee you in about two months, three months, Godfall will put a patch where, oh, you can start any suit you want, and then they'll do this and that and that. And it's like, come on, man. Why must I wait for y'all to fix the game for me to actually enjoy the game to its fullest potential? Combat's only going to last me for so long. Great. The dual swords and the spear, you know, the weapons I was pretty much going to use anyway. Yeah, yeah, they're great, but everything else around me is garbage. It's the same thing I say about when I see fights in anime. Yeah, the fight scene was great, but everything leading up to it was garbage. That doesn't that doesn't make it good. That does not make it good. I don't know, man. Godfall, you know, I, I, I said it, you know, with a loot game, I already know what to expect. And you know, I mean, you were right, one hundred and ten percent. That's what makes it even funnier. I mean, it's a loot game. We've been, I've been listen, after Anthem, which I've even defended Anthem on some point on this very podcast. But even Anthem, like when you pay sixty dollars or full price for these games, and then you basically get burned and burned and burned. Not saying I didn't have fun with Destiny 1 and 2. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I enjoyed them. 
uh, they just got kind of old after playing them so long. But they came out, they weren't good. They were very quick. You beat the game, you get to that, and then you're just sitting there bored out your fucking mind. Division, the same thing. Division one. When you get burned by so many loot games, you get to a point where every loot game in your eyes, all Matthews, is a, is a two out of ten, automatic. I don't give a fuck what they show. Yeah. They can show me a girl with big teeth. Two out of ten. Godfall. I watched a fighting cowboy play. Shout out to him. Yeah. I sat there and I watched with open eyes. Gameplay looked as smooth as ever. Dual blades, he was using the most of the time. Fucking fantastic. I'm like, okay, this is great. Mm. It got to in the moment the moment it said he could only choose one suit. Yeah. It already went down to like a five. Automatic. Yeah. Five. Looking at that first level and what he was doing. Uh, for, and then the fact that he only live streamed that for like an hour and a half before jumping into something else, that pretty much tells you right there. He now, granted, get anything else until about an hour and a half? Well, no, he did a tutorial. He did a suit. He played with the suit, but he was so bored and so just blah. He got off the game with an hour and a half, and he even said on one of his uh, other streams that he may not even play the game anymore. He may not go back to Godfall because. It's a generic game. Get your shit, run around, fight. Now, now will co-op help that game? Probably so. Probably so. That 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 probably could be a game for co-op. But I mean, let's face facts here. I mean, just uh, no. Loot games need to stop coming out as garbage, thinking that by adding stuff is going to make the fan base stay around you need to attract them first you need to attract them and you need to get them to want to see your shit you need to want to get them to stay around you need to want to get them to like actually say okay that from start to finish was good end game is even better i can't wait to what they add not start to finish was trash end game is okay co-op is where it shines but i couldn't care what they add i'm done you know, it, 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 you don't want that. Anthem is literally reworking the entire system. I don't know if you've seen the screenshots or video of it. No, but I stopped caring. Yeah, I mean, I stopped caring too, but someone shared it to me, so I looked at it. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, why didn't y'all do this before? Like, that's nothing that irritates me with these loot games. It's like you find out all these decisions after the facts. Y'all didn't play test this game and say, oh, may maybe we should revert this because obviously this is not a good system. You need to you need the feedback of a billion players to, to find that out. You, you Your game testers don't come to you with these issues. But do they look at the graphics? Oh, the graphics are good. Uh, it suits well. Uh, it feels okay. We can send it out. We don't comment. We don't question the mechanics. We don't question the integrity of the game. The, the length, the, the, what is there to do? We just say, oh, it, it plays, it controls well in the graphics world. There's no super bugs. We'll let, we'll ship it out. Is that what these game testers do? They don't actually play the almost a full length game and, and actually say what the issues can be? Nope. I understand we have deadlines, but uh, I'd rather have my game delayed and actually good than come out, be shit on, 
pull it, basically rework the entire game, and then try to re-release it in hopes people give you a second chance. Yeah, just like Fallout 76. But it's not gonna work. Exactly. The only game that it worked for so far is Final Fantasy Around Reborn. Because they completely uprooted the whole game. Exactly. That's what that, I think that's what Anthem is doing. Granted, I think you can still play Anthem, but they're basically changing everything about the game. And I look at this and I'm like, why didn't y'all just do this at first? It, it took y'all to make the game, ship the game, Think of these. The think of this stuff. Don't you think before we all do? No, they care about get quick cash grab because oh, microtransactions. Listen, microtransactions are a thing and they will always be a thing. But in order for them to be successful, you have to have a good game, a game people actually want to put money towards. That's what make it even funnier. Was it uh, fucking um? Godfall, as of now, is not that game. You know, no game should make me go all the way to end game before it's good. I shouldn't look at Godfall and say, okay, this is, is this a worse Warframe? I should not say that. Damn. Why am I looking at this Warframe? Why? I'm looking at these suits. 12 suits. Different perks. Hmm. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Warframe. Well, they have like 45 suits now. 30 suits now. Different perks, different abilities. The female, the phoenix is a female. What? Not yeah. great. I'm fine with that. That was. But bad. it's like, not just a male. What happened here? Are these yeah, actual exactly. characters? Yeah, that's the part that fucked me up a little bit. I was like, huh? When I started I'm like, speaking, I was like, why did uh, why did my character just change from male to female? Like, I'm fine with having a female character. I don't mind it at all. But it's like. So, are these suits people, or am I a person in a suit? What's going on here? You know, am I like, what the fuck? But like I said, man, once I saw I couldn't even choose, the, you can't even choose your first star. You can play, co I don't know when co-op unlocks, but it's just, that guy, that, that has to be fixed. Ace. That's like, honestly, I feel like, if people from day one, not saying it would fix the game by any means, but if people from day one could have like picked their own suit to start with, that would have probably helped a lot. You know, now you can start with the suit you want, whether it's for aesthetics or the perks, whatever the reason. But they opted not to, and Godfall will die. And then in about two months, we'll be hearing about a major overhaul. Like all loot games, and then they'll expect us to come back and give them a second chance once they overhaul the game. Which, again, why didn't I, why didn't I just do this before the game came out? You mean like all how right. Ant Avengers is failing miserably right now, and then these motherfuckers are like, "Oh, uh, you're that's the other loot game I was thinking about, Avengers." Yeah, they're like, "You'll come back when we add this," and people are like, "No," they can't. They literally said. Oh no, people will flock back when uh when we add the um the uh cloning facility, the aim cloning facility, and everybody going, your your game is the aim cloning facility, because you only fight fucking aimbots. Like you 
what the fuck, bro? They expect. You know what? Honestly, I think when these developers make these new games, I really do think they think that all we care about is just the grind of it all and not really giving a shit about, like, you know, everything that goes with that. I really do think they sit here and they think that we don't care about, like, the actual fucking, um, the, the actual story. So I think they say, oh, we'll give them look good-looking graphics and characters, and they'll be fine. No. I want to be entertained. I want to have fun. And I want a game that's not going to fucking bore me to fucking tears. Yeah, Godfall, like I said, it, it's not it, Chief. I, I, I noticed that as soon as I looked at the gameplay. I'm like, uh, I, and I purposely, people say, oh, why did you watch it? You ruined the game. I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't ruin shit. You know why I didn't ruin shit? Because at the end of the day, I already knew what I was, you know, getting myself into. Um, by it being a loot game, I looked at that and I said, okay, let's see how it performs. Is it worth $70? The answer is no. It's, it's worth like 40 And I said, okay, well, I'll wait. I'll buy it. Now, am I not going to buy it? I'll buy it. Not for, not for $70. Well, for me, about $60-something. But, no. I'm not buying that. I have no reason to, uh... Damn, to buy it. I mean, yeah. Not yet. I wouldn't suggest people buy it right now, anyway. There's just no point. Like, it's... Honestly, it's just fucking stupid. Like, I'm not going to sit here and buy that, you know, when I would be... Old. I mean, because face it, honestly, just like Cowboy did, if I would probably try golf all first, after being bored out of my mind, you know what game I'd be playing. I'd be on Demon's Souls right now, with no hesitation. Of course. There, would be, there wouldn't be a hesitation in my brain. So... You know, I'd definitely be on fucking... <gasps> Did I get him? Son of a bitch! What happened? Something happened? Oh my god. I hate... Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. I quit. I quit! Something I quit. I'm, I'm fucking playing Genshin Impact. I did a roll, right? Yeah. That new character is out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I roll his banner. Not only do I get a five star, not only that, it isn't him, which I don't understand how that works. It's his banner. Why is he not the only five star in his banner? Yeah. Who? You gave me every character but him. You gave me the girl again, the cat again, the thunder girl again, and another five star of this little midget girl. Why? <laughs> I don't understand this. You gave me literally everything I could want except the person I want. What is this? Hey, I literally Done. stopped when uh, Amber, when I got a duplicate Amber, I literally stopped. Done. 
No, the thing is, I don't mind the dupes because you actually need them. The thing is, I have a five star. Why is he not my five star? Who is this? Who is clean? Who are you? I'm done. I'm done. I think if there's any way to end the game podcast, man, it's right there. Right there, folks. That right there is why I hate gotcha. That right there. Garbage. Garbage. In fact, I'm gonna take a screenshot. It's fucking garbage. What the fuck is this? Damn, son. I, I, I understand. Why do we have banners? Why do we have banners? And when his drop rate is apparently... It increased! How did this work? <laughs> I what? Folks, gotcha games are fucking garbage. I am saying this now. Gotcha games are the worst in the business. You gave me every character again and gave me a five star that apparently is on this banner. How do I get a five star above the person who has the highest drop rate of the five stars? What? <laughs> Come on, man. That just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Well, <laughs> I guess we can end the podcast on that. Catch you later, folks.